Hey guys, welcome back to Figuring It Out. This is the ninth episode, I think, and I have another wonderful guest today. I'm so excited for this episode because we're going to be diving into some topics that I haven't covered on here yet, but they are so near to my heart and I really want more people to know about these things. And specifically, we're going to be talking about star seeds and the your inner child. And let me also let you guys know who I have today. So her name is Julita, and I met her online probably about a year ago, I think is when I first remember uh, connecting with her on Instagram. And she has been such an inspiration for me. Her her messages are so pure and she's so, so in touch with her intuition. And that's why I'm really excited to have her on today. So Julita, can you introduce yourself? Tell us anything you want, anything fun. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here today on this podcast. As Joanna said, I'm Julita Light. And yeah, to share about myself, this is always really funny to me to share about myself because I don't really like to like define myself too much, but uh, I have a YouTube channel, I make YouTube videos and as well, like I like to use the label that I'm a psychic light messenger. So I do like readings for people, card readings, intuitive readings and Actually, a lot, <laughs> like I said, cannot really cover it. I mainly connect as well, really, with the term artist. So I'll be all over the place, actually. Just really the feminine expression that we can express all parts of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, guys, she definitely, like, go to her YouTube. She's got some great videos. And like I said, Julita, like, what I've just noticed about you is all your messages are just so pure. And I've loved connecting with you so much. Thank you so much. You're so kind. And yeah, I've literally, the last podcast that I did was a year ago. So this is very amazing. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here and grateful for your time. And before we get more into the content, I'm actually going to have to take my, my roommate's cat out of the room. <laughs> Deodo. Uh, he's starting to get real skittish. All right. <laughs> I feel so bad, but he, uh, <laughs> he gets very, he gets these very energetic. Yeah. Hours. That's so funny how cats can go from like, they're sleepy. And then all of a sudden they're like, let's muss up the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so on and off. They're funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited too. Like I, love talking about star seeds and and the inner child um so me too see. for sure <laughs> yeah uh, where should we start we can start where you were mentioning before we started recording something about like an inner child experience you were having yesterday and yeah just like what was going on and um anything uh insightful come up from that yeah so for me, as I don't know when this came into my reality, I feel like maybe even two years ago working with my inner child, but it was just really to get to know in regards to healing, you know, for example, that you have certain traumas and stuff like that. And I was always, always really curious about like how to go about that, about certain traumas or things you're dealing with, or when you want to step out of your comfort zone and then this fear comes up and you're like, oh my God, this fear. And then to see what worked the best for me. And most of the time what works the best for me is to tune in with my inner child as I have tuned in with my inner child. Like it was really long time ago when I started doing that. Of course, I still do every day tuning in with my inner child, but it's kind of to learn about your inner child again, because, you know, some of us can even forget who we were as a child, what we liked, what we, you know, enjoyed doing as a child. And that's kind of what, where it actually starts with, you know, tuning in with your inner child and working with that. And that can take a moment for sure if you are like, as I'm 21 right now, it's a little bit more easy because it's maybe more close, you know, that's time, but maybe for older people, it's a little bit more difficult because they have had so much life that they don't even know anymore. Yeah. But for example, yesterday I had that where I was in an experience where I did not really felt 
the best and I was like what is this feeling I had this intuitive feeling that I did not feel in place that this was not the place I wanted to be I felt like as I am as well <laughs> in my pre-period energies felt very like um maybe more easily how you say that triggered in certain ways yeah yeah triggered yeah. like just more on edge yeah, yeah. and then to see how my inner child, if I wanted to, for example, put my inner child in those places where I was, and there was a no, so then I could really see how I could work with that. And, you know, it's really different every time to work with your inner child. But for me, for example, that was it. I asked myself, would I put my inner child in the place where I was yesterday, like the environment, the people, the noise, um, the stress I was putting on myself, the pressure, would I do that to my inner child? No. And then I saw that. And then I had to sit with myself. I uh, cried about it and just talked to my inner child about it. And then, you know, that's really a bonding moment actually with yourself, because of course your inner child is you, it's your heart, it's all those labels, but you can use it as well as inner child, for example. <laughs> yeah, I think what happens is like, when you get into spirituality or just maybe in general, when you start going about life and you forget about kind of like having fun, this is what this whole like discussion is about, like the importance of uh, living more free spiritedly and having fun. I think that's how I see the inner child. Like when I think about your inner child, I think about like just letting go and living life more lightheartedly um yeah that's what I had yesterday when I was sitting on the bed because within me I was really like oh my god I, like to my inner child I put you in those places but my inner child was just like it's okay I'm okay here you know really this very <laughs> light-hearted energy just like okay I'm okay like I just said sorry and then the inner child was like okay let's move on because that's what children do you know they're not really like they don't stay a long time around thinking about something they're just like okay to the next let's do this now you know and that's really cool how that works out and that feels very nice because I can maybe stay in my mind for a long time about it but then to connect with your inner child in a way the inner child can show you that you know it's okay it happens and you know you can move on to the next thing <laughs> uh, that's so true a good point about kids it's like they they're more in tune with their emotions, I think, if they grow up, like, in a stable environment, like, you'll see that they will tell you their emotions, and they'll, they're, they're a lot more, like, truthful and honest, and it can seem, probably, children are so truthful, <laughs> yes, exactly, it's crazy how, in, like, 10 years, you know, 10 years after you're a child, just when you're in your teenage years, I think that's when, that inner child piece like kind of gets um put into the shadows maybe yeah put aside for sure yeah in this society where we have to you know grow up and do this get a job it's like your inner child gets fully like out of the window right and the important thing to to realize is like your inner child when we're talking about that i realized didn't exactly define that it's that part of you that is um when you're younger, maybe part of you that's not fully healed or like the part of you that wants to live more lightheartedly and that childlike version of you, which is still alive inside of you, because I mean, yeah. you can get into like how time is all not just the present, like the future and the past are happening. Yeah, it's all happening now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that part of you that we often lock away as we get older. And it's really like, that innocence and just a purity the purity of heart that's I guess what I would see with it what I had yesterday it's just you know the love like children they don't think about you know evil stuff and stuff like that it's mm -hmm. that's in the mind that's what we learn over time but it's just the full like purity of love and joy and indeed what you say like children when they like fall they just cry like they scream it out it's like they express it's the freedom of expression that they have not yet have any thoughts about it you cannot do that or that you should be quiet or that you should not like say something they just say it it's like it's there yeah they do and what I was 
thinking was like how they also don't hold a grudge really because they just get things out. I mean, I actually am not around kids that much. I, I never really babysat, but when I am around kids or I've seen them and they do get upset and then you like apologize to them and they're like, okay. And then they just yeah. like you, like you were saying, you know, they just move on. That's what I had yesterday in that experience. And it's like multiple sides. For example, what I then do with inner child healing in a way, it's like different versions and maybe age in regards to your inner child, because now you can have this kind of traumatized child self, but then the younger version under that that's had not yet had the trauma or something. That's really like kind of how you say it like that's really the foundation of your inner child but then you can have as well multiple levels I guess of that but Mm -hmm. mainly it's of course the real like pure inner child is you know the inner child of love but you can have moments where your inner child can be really like afraid or scared or like I've had those moments as well in my journey where when I start to tap in my inner child, my inner child was afraid of me because I had done crazy stuff to myself. So, you know, then you have to really like create a bond again with yourself, of course, because it's with you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so true. And I noticed for me, I think when my inner child feels like scared, definitely for me, it comes up in like conflict with people, mm-hmm. with people close to me, family members, um, or in the workplace like, and this is something I'm still working on, you know, I kind of freeze up if uh, someone confronts me about something and I don't know what to do or say, I kind of just like start to freeze up like a demon headlights and that's the inner child feeling pretty scared. I honestly like on the inside want to run away. Yeah, that that makes total sense. And then in those moments, it's like, how can you be there as yeah. you know, as you are the inner child, but you are as well the one to hold the inner child because you are now the version you know that is like, how can you say that? I don't want to say the older version, but you know, you probably understand what I mean. It's like you can be kind of like the mom for your inner child yeah. <laughs> or the, the father or however you want to see that. Yeah, you're the caretaker. You're the yeah. Yeah, the caretaker, the one who holds that space. It's kind of like yeah. with your thoughts, how you you have your mind, um, but you're also the observer of your mind. And it's like, uh, they're, both, they're both you, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really like, that's what I saw for myself yesterday. But then for me, it's sometimes a little bit hard to like immediately see that, that my inner child is like actually not in like, does not feel safe. And then I feel within me like this weird feeling. And then I just have to go somewhere where I can create a safe place for myself and just take a moment, you know, that you just like fully cut off any distractions. But sometimes that's really difficult to do that immediately. Like I had that yesterday, I had to wait like, I guess 30 minutes before I could do that because I was outside and mm-hmm. there was so much going on and I could not immediately do that. But, you know, you can do small things in those moments though, you know, like creating already certain moments of, safety for your inner child right yeah I know what you mean like if you're in in public and yeah (laughs) or if you are face to face with someone and can't really just like run away I but yeah you can of course always like you know that's of course once again can be scary to tell somebody like hey I need some time (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) yeah that's true that's true like just say even be honest and just say like, yeah. Hey, I'm feeling kind of like fearful. Scared, yeah. yeah. You know, this is a situation where you're not actually in physical danger. Uh, like we're yeah, exactly. talking to someone and they're, it's just a and conversation. And this is well, like, you know, that's what we know. It has nothing to do with the other person. It's our response that we, you know, feel within our body and stuff like that. So sometimes we can have that too, that for example, we would tell somebody like, can I have a moment? I don't feel like good, you know, one, we're not responsible, of course, how they will receive that, but still it's like, it's something within us. And they did not like do that. It's just, they were like, I can say that they were the, there's a word for that. They were the activator or like, I don't know what the word is. Maybe you know. They were the catalyst. The catalyst. Oh, that. catalyst. That's a good word. Yeah, it's an opportunity to to help your inner child and to connect with yeah. the deeper. Yeah, exactly. Every yeah. time. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like how I was kind of talking about in my last episode with how having a 
bad experience, you know, toxic relationship in the past, and then it can create these unhealthy habits. Like there, there is a way to take that and then grow from it. And then it gives you a deeper connection with your inner child. And, and then that just in itself, like there's a lot of psychology that goes behind this too, too, I think. And so that just also helps you understand other people better and realize, okay, behind everyone's face, they are a child inside too. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, yeah, it's like I said earlier, it's all like inter, like it's all connected, you know, the inner child, the heart space, your soul, it's all like, you know, it's all working together in a way. So you connecting with your inner child as you connecting with your heart, you connecting with your soul. It's like, it's all the same thing. It's really cool. Like that you're learning about yourself in all like different kind of like dimensions almost. I don't know how to say it, like the multidimensionality of us. Exactly. It's thinking about how you're not just like your age in this moment, in your yeah. brain, in your mind, you might also have a part of you that does feel younger uh, and, and feel more, more innocent, the, the more like pure yeah. part of you. Oh, you know what? Did you watch that movie? It shows like some really great spiritual concepts. It's animated from Disney. It came out like a year or two ago. What is it called? Do you mean soul? soul yes exactly <laughs> I did watch it like personally maybe like not everybody will resonate I did not really like resonate with the movie that much but it had like certain things in there that was really like yeah that's that's exactly you know that's really powerful how they like portrayed certain like things as yeah it was a movie that did not did not really like <laughs> resonate with me but still <laughs> yeah I get you I get you the part that I'm specifically thinking of is like when they showed like this monster um, that was someone's someone's demon, basically. And, and it wasn't really a demon, you know, it was like a, a child that their inner child who um, got really got really damaged over time. And so it became like a monster. And then they had to go in and like show love to this monster. And that's when it became, un became a monster. <laughs> Exactly. Like, that's so funny to say that that's what I meant, you know, that over time we can have like a traumatized child version of ourselves. But then, you know, that inner child is always there of like the, the purity and the love, the unconditional love and joy. But indeed, like maybe that first layer or there are way more layers over that created through time. And then you have to kind of uncover you know, you have to, if you have not tuned in with your inner child for a very long time, it's like you have to kind of uncover your inner child again. Like you have to work through some stuff and it can be really like painful or facing. Um, you maybe will be hit with flashbacks of, I don't know, like certain traumas. But with that, you come closer and closer again to your inner child, to really that purity. It makes you a more whole person. There's yeah. this guided meditation that I've listened to and I'll link below that is a inner child healing meditation. And that really helped me a lot. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does somebody like do, does like a voiceover or? Oh yeah, so it's a voiceover and it has you visualize going into like this pyramid or cave. Oh, I love how some of these guided meditations are put together where they specifically set a scene where like you're going inward into like a cave and or it's a pyramid and then you see like your a younger version of you walk up to you and basically talks about picking up that younger version of you giving it a hug and like just looking at at yourself and yeah wow yeah that's yeah. kind of what I've been doing as well in regards to inner child healing I've not done it like true meditations, but indeed true visualizing. And then at a certain point, even to start to talk to that inner child, you know, like in regards to that you visualize. Yeah. So that's really, <laughs> really cool. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. And then the other part of it, I feel like is what you are so great at, which is like going out, doing fun things, like dancing in your room. Yeah. Asking your inner child, like, what would you love to do right now? <laughs> like, do you want to dance? Do you want to go on a bike ride? Do you want to, I don't know, build a tower, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> Draw some like funny stuff. You know, as a child, you were just drawing and did not really matter what it was. You know, yeah. it's just those, those funny things. Yeah, exactly. And being spontaneous, like taking yourself to the park, 
going to the park, maybe swinging on the swings, even though you're older. You it's know. like, that's what I sometimes have. Minor child, like love to make things kind of messy. So to just allow myself to, for example, if you bake, it's like you're going to bake in a way that's kind of like messy. You were like <laughs> all over the place or just that you go out indeed and like play with like sand or mud or whatever. It's like, you yeah. know, that is like the fun inner child thing. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. So one thing I did as a kid was I played in the mud and like I would make these little mud bowls in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do this? Yeah. (laughs) Did you? Okay. I feel like this is like a common thing kids did. And like, I filled it with water and I like made a potion, like quote unquote. Yeah. Yes. When you literally already know your past lives (laughs) where you made potions and all of that. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it was such a big, like, such a fun thing to imagine. And yeah, (laughs) I really thought. I would do it with my friend, like mixing it around. I would like put in some grass, put in some twigs. Yeah, yeah. exactly the same. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. I love that. Yeah, th- those kind of things really like, and it can be anything. And that's kind of, you know, some people, I sometimes ask this to people, like, what would your inner child love to do? And they say, I don't know, because they cannot really remember that much of what they like to do as you know a child but most of the time a child just loves to play so whatever it is that you can do to play you know for example yeah like what I said whatever it is that you find playful if you go do that you probably will get flashbacks of you know your inner child of you as a child and what you actually like to do that always like works I love what you said there about when you get people who say, I don't know, because I think that yeah. can be pretty common at first. Yeah. So just like, what is your definition of playful? And that's uh, for everybody different for sure. Like for me, like as a child, I did love to go a lot outside, but some children love to stay inside and, you know, it's, it's the different, um, like the individuality of everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like if you, you could have been a, a drawer, painter, singer. Yeah. And I think for guys, maybe it'd be like, be more like video games that they used to love. And that's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for it to get warmer because I, something I love to do is like go onto a park and do like handstands and uh, what uh, yeah. like cartwheels and just kind of play around like that. Yeah, that's really fun. I've not been able to do that here. Like they don't really like in Mexico as it is warm outside. So I could do it, but it, you could do it on the beach though, but still like, there's not really that much grass here that you can like put your hands in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, that would be really fun actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like in the sand. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's switch over to our other topic today, star seeds and light workers. I guess I'll give like a brief kind of explanation of what a star seed is and like you can add anything onto it as well. So, yeah. well, first of all, like star seeds, reading about that is actually what like was the catalyst for my spiritual awakening two years I ago. When we, had, we had like kind of the same experience, right? Yeah, I think so. We did. I remember talking about this and like, we also went on like that binging phase of like watching all these videos, learning about it. Yeah. (laughs) The word starseed, I feel like when you introduce it to anyone new, um, there, anyone, like everyone who I've uh, mentioned that word to, they're so intrigued by it. They're like, what? What is that? (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) the way I see it, a starseed is someone who has spiritually awakened or they're in the process of awakening to realizing like how interconnected everything is on earth and realizing that they may have lived other lives in other parts of the universe and they are here to help other people awaken and oftentimes they have felt like they never fit in in their life and maybe they're really drawn to the night sky and astronomy or stars yeah that yeah that's really like mainly what I would say too for me like there's certain like differences in regards to star seeds and then you have for example light workers and stuff like that because I feel like a lot of humans incarnated on this planet are star seeds but maybe they 
did not choose to like spiritually awaken or anything, but they did have like past lives in the stars, or maybe they have indeed those feelings that they don't feel really like they feel out of place here and stuff like that. They maybe feel like they don't belong anywhere or they don't feel at home here. Like I've had that a lot. And, but then the difference can be that star seeds don't have to be light workers and light workers don't have to be star seeds. You can be both. <laughs> All of that is possible for sure. But I love what you said about, you know, the interconnectedness. And I feel like mainly a thing because as a star seed, you have traveled far and like, out of time, like not even in like human time anymore and stuff like that. So you have certain wisdom that is really like powerful. And that's what I would say with a star seed. It's like you are a seed from the stars or wherever you came from to bring these seeds, these codes that you hold here on this planet, you know, that we can raise the awareness, the consciousness um, of the people here. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a fascinating topic. Like when I first learned about it, I was just I was just like, wow, never have I read something in my life that like, that felt this real and like really spoke to me. So like, so resonating that it was funny that that word or that information made me feel more at home. Like I felt so lost. And then when I read that and when I knew about that, I was like, whoa, this makes sense. And that label actually helps me out. Like labels can help you or they can kind of destroy you. So that's, yes. you know, important too. <laughs> but for me, that label does empower me. And then, you know, to know about that helps me out sometimes where I feel lost or I feel out of place. And I'm remembering like, oh, hold up. You know, <laughs> I came here because to bring something different and to not actually be like all that is already here because we, you know, bring this unique essence to you know, this earth. Yeah, I think for me, it helps me like see the bigger picture pretty much. Uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, it's like-, like Zoom out. <laughs> exactly, zoom out. Like when you're watching those videos where you see them zoom out from the earth and like it's in space yeah. and then it zooms out from the galaxy and our universe and like it just keeps going. That That's why I love uh, like star seeds and talking about this and the galaxies, like looking at the sky, because it makes you feel, makes you feel smaller, but so interconnected. I love to look at the stars. Like that was always my thing throughout my whole life, not even knowing about star seeds, not even knowing about spiritual awakening or anything. Like I looked at the stars, I looked at the moon and I was just like, I feel such a connection with that, but it was more so now I know it's just a connection to all. Like now I have that with plants and with, you know, the sun. And it's just that knowing that we're all connected in a certain way. And then you feel that it's like, it brings you back to you. It's like weird to think that you as a human came from the same thing that like the stars did. It's just crazy to think how the universe has manifested into so many different forms. Yeah. Humans, animals, trees, uh, this crystal that I'm holding. Crystal goals. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so great. I was holding uh, some pyrite. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'm holding uh, rose quartz. Amazing. Yes. I, I know I've started like holding this as I record because it just I, feels good. And um, it's almost That's like- so beautiful. Yeah, I got this recently. It's like a kind of like a stress ball that people will hold, but like I just kind of <laughs> play uh, with yeah. It. yeah, that's so cool. Like I got this one as well recently, and but I love the rose quartz, like the the loving energy of you know that crystal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I have been wanting one of these for so long, and I just wasn't drawn to one until I saw this, and because I've been so so picky with my crystals, like. <laughs> and uh are yeah. they with you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh explain that yeah you know crystals they say that we actually don't pick crystals crystals pick us because they are on a mission for us to you know feel a certain way and certain energies they want to bring to our like you know environment and stuff like that or even in regards to certain transmissions they want to bring to us to activate us awaken us in wow. new ways so that's so cool <laughs> oh, I love that yeah it's so weird how um I went like two years being spiritually awakened and hadn't had a crystal yet uh until 
I got my aunt actually got me this amethyst back here. Oh yeah. And that was my first one. And I was just, it took me so long to get my first one. And I feel like that's for a reason. For sure. And like, that's, you know, always it's the timing and all of that. Yeah. So what else about star seeds? Yeah. Like I feel the main thing in regards to star seeds is that beginning moment where you feel like just not at home here. We feel out of place where you feel like nobody understands you. And it's so funny because, you know, there are a lot of star seeds on this planet that have that same feeling, but still <laughs> it's a funny thing that still as that, you know, there are many out there that are star seeds and feel the same thing. It still can be like that you feel alone because it's just this very unique energy that you hold and not many people will probably resonate with it, but of course you will attract those that are meant to, you know, find you and connect with you where you can maybe feel less alone and stuff like that. Yeah, I just think it's such an important thing to put out there for anyone who might like be awakened yeah. from this conversation or it, it almost reminds me a little bit of mental health and how like, you know, if you're, when you're going through depression or anxiety and you think you're the only one and then you okay. listen to the people talk about it and that's, it like changes your perspective. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and so putting this perspective out there, just like, I really think it helps people um, realize there's more out there and like there's yeah. a bigger picture. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so true. And even for me right now, I can still have these moments where I just look at the stars and be like, there. I wish I was somewhere else, but yeah, it's like, then it's really to come back to you right now to be grateful for your incarnation that you chose and yes. stuff like that. Even though this human incarnation is freaking difficult and, mm -hmm. you know, brings so much and yeah, it's like, that you really be easy on yourself and hold space for yourself? Right. Yeah. You know, something that can happen and I experienced this too, is like, when you start identifying with that word star seed so much to the point where then you kind of separate yourself from other people. Yeah. yeah. Even like separate yourself from like the whole planet, maybe. Like that's so yeah. much what I like just this planet, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as you said, like right now it's a really difficult time to be here on earth and to be yeah. incarnated here, but like we all chose it. I think yeah. that's also such a cool topic to talk about that yeah. I haven't talked about on this podcast yet because it is a bit more esoteric and like this might be some of my uh, audience like first exposure to this but like I think yeah. it's really cool to point out if you believe in reincarnation if that resonates with you how like right now is um it, it kind of is like the universe is looking at earth to see what's going on yeah we came here with a reason you know you like whoever's listening you incarnate with the reason with a certain reason to be here or just only to be here you know can be anything but for me what has really helped me in regards to my starseed journey is to start appreciating like the planet not so much for example the you know the how do you say that all that has been put out here for example like the schools like society and stuff like that of course okay. to appreciate that in a certain way too you know you cannot like separate yourself but more so what I mean is like the actual planet like nature and to see the beauty all around that is here and then you will find a sense of home within that as well because it's mm -hmm. like you know that's that connection with all what I was saying at the beginning that you look at the stars but actually that feeling that you have when you look at the stars or the moon or the sun whatever it is that sparks that within you like that feeling that knowing that's within you it's like you feel that within you so it's not like that actual thing doing that but it's like you know that those are all mirrors for us oh yes that's so true I almost see the moon as a mirror sometimes, especially because it's a full moon. And like, yeah. it, it's one of those nights where I go outside and I'm in a weird mental place and I need to like introspect. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so many people relate to that. Uh, just throughout time, think about how many people have like stared at the moon and like needed some reassurance and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's really powerful. And that's really cool what you say about the reassurance. That's like 
you know, in regards to what I would love to bring to a lot of people, as I call myself Elita Light, it's like that inner light, that's like the reassurance that's always there. And then those are all like the mirrors, like the moon or the sun or just nature is all actually light. And it's all like showing that mirror of that lights within us, that knowing or love or however you want to label that. It can be any label like joy, bliss, like, you know, really yeah. that unconditional love. Yeah. And I don't know why this popped in my head, but I was thinking about how, like, if you've ever struggled with body image or like your self-esteem and you don't feel you don't feel great about yourself, you don't feel worthy. Yeah, yeah unworthiness basically yeah and when you were saying like looking at nature in the sun and seeing it as a mirror so it's like you know you look at the stars and you think they're so beautiful and you appreciate them it's a mirror though so like yeah. if you're seeing that beauty that means it exists within you yes that's exactly it For, that's literally one of the things that helped me out in regards to like self-image and self-esteem and stuff like that is nature is not judging itself for how it looks and nature is not like saying to itself like I'm ugly or something like that you know what I mean it's just it's really that mirror that beingness that it's not about how you look it's just you know your your essence and that your essence is of love and you know worthy for example and deserving yeah and I was also just like <laughs> it's funny I love talking about things like suddenly popping in my head I was thinking of deer because uh, we have a lot of those around here and so when I see a deer I just like in person yeah. it's so amazing <laughs> I don't know what it is uh, they're just such so a, yeah such a like gentle nurturing energy is just beaming off of them it's like they they look so fragile but still it's like they are really like so grounded and like yeah, yeah it's really beautiful yeah and so I think all these things really help with all these things we've been talking about make you a more whole person. I think that's like the whole idea here is to become a more whole version of yourself and to see, to tap into who you already are. Yeah. And like something I would say for if you resonate with the term starseed, it of course all starts, you know, within you, like nothing outside of you should make you feel like a certain way. But what really helped me on my journey was to start looking at what I enjoyed, like it connects with the inner child, what I enjoyed doing or just being here on this planet, like what are things I can be grateful for? Like, for example, I could write a list and that took some time. Like first my list was very short, but it's like getting longer and longer. For example, that I can eat food or that I can, you know, hold beautiful crystals or that I can look at the flowers or, you know, those things, the appreciation is really something that helped me out on my starseed journey to create more appreciation for where I am right now, because of mm -hmm. course we can feel like kind of lost or homesick, mm -hmm. you know, that's what they call that homesick for the stars or anything of that, of that matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that feeling when, and I think some people have described it as like escapism. Yeah. You know, kind of using some of yeah. these these labels as a way to escape from the current reality, especially with all the things happening in the world right exactly. now. Yeah. And that's even why it's more like important that we, you know, tune in with, for example, the inner child and um, that would actually empower us. You know, what I said about the labels, some labels maybe, you know, if they don't resonate with you, you don't, should not use them because if they don't empower you, then, you know, it's not right. for you. But yeah, like for sure in this time with all that's going on, it's so important to really take a good look at your inner child, for example, because, you know, your inner child can be really like, it's just how would you love your child? How would you love to treat your child? And in this space, how would you like take care of your child? And then it's your inner child to take care of in this world where a lot can happen and where a lot of scary things are around too. And mm -hmm. how you can create like that safety for yourself. Right. Yeah. Especially in the past two years, because yeah. if you're someone who is more sensitive, I know yeah. I am all the things happening in the world, the collective energy that has yeah. it could have more of an effect on you and, and your inner child. So that's why yeah. it, it can be, you know, really important to do those things like go outside, take your shoes off, play around, yeah. maybe dance in your room. If you can't go outside. That's yeah. so powerful. 
yeah it's like that's elevating as well just you know for what you said about a collective you know that elevates the collective too right. that you tap in with that now moment you know no like future or past is really like the inner child for example that's really like the present moment that's children don't think about like next week they maybe like their parents maybe tell them like next week grandpa comes over or something and maybe they remember it but it's like they're not busy with that thinking about it all week you know what I mean like (laughs) it's just that they're in and that's so powerful to you know be in that now moment they'll just like go from one thing to another which reminds me again of my my cat here not my cat my roommate's cat who um when he gets back like very spastic like his I don't know, uh, start spazzing out and he'll just like go from one toy to another. And I don't know, <laughs> he's tapping into his inner child, his inner, I mean, he's actually, he's still a kitten. So uh, yeah. he's inner and outer child, I guess. <laughs> the multi-dimensionality of a cat for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, being like bringing back the present coming back to the present and with both of those like things with everything actually that's just really important and that that takes some practice too like for me I was escaping the now moments in my life for like years and years so you know that takes a moment too to practice to be here and be present and would you say that you can have certain thoughts and that you're not your thoughts but you can observe your thoughts and Mm -hmm. all of that it's like it's it's what I said like this human incarnation is like a lot but yeah there are like certain things you can do to make it like a little bit more easy for yourself or more fun and for sure that is true like you know allowing more play to come into your life and that was what connects you to your inner child Mm -hmm. yeah and it really gets you out of your head and because when you get older I think we become more maybe I don't know we just are more cerebral like we're more in the mind at least in like the western world the like the united states places where we have sit down jobs all day i think yeah. we get really like in the mind and then when so that's why like doing things like dancing playing in the park those type of like inner child things um that really helps you get out of your head and into the yeah. body more and that yeah in the present more yeah and connecting you back to your heart and like the truth you know your mind is not the truth of things like your mind can make up really crazy stuff it's never the truth <laughs> right right you know I'm still like going back and forth on something I think about is like our thoughts and if that if there are thoughts that are like are they coming from our mind like an intrinsic place or sometimes I think about thoughts as like external things that are kind of like floating through the air if that makes yeah, sense like sure. almost like non uh, hurtful radiation like they're kind of like floating through um space because sometimes we get the same thoughts and like if you've ever had a moment where you think of someone and then they call you and like that type of synchronicity yeah that can be so many things oh like that I love that like that's to be in that position to answer those like to ask those questions and then you know to just ask those questions and you will receive the answers if you have to receive those answers for you know those questions but that's a really like powerful place that's kind of as well kind of childlike a childlike thing because children are so curious about everything like they want to know like they ask you so many questions that's really as well a powerful thing to do and to as well just ask questions and then have no expectations about an answer you know because yes. we cannot know it all and stuff like that <laughs> yes oh exactly the curiosity I completely like forgot about that part of being a child the curiosity yeah. <laughs> I mean my dad remembers a time when I just asked so many questions about everything and it seemed like he knew all the answers <laughs> they were basic very basic things yeah. so it makes sense he knew all of them but yeah I've had that many times when like when I talk to children like they ask you all these questions they're like what's your name what's your age are you like where are you like where do you live and stuff like that it's just funny questions like that and it's even more funny because most of the time when I talk to those children, they forget immediately and then they ask again and again and again. And it's just, <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. 
It's like right. they just love to ask, but they don't really care actually about the answer though. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That is yeah. so true. I I can picture a couple times where like I told them the answer and then they like already were looking off in a different way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, that's that inner child energy is just it's just so like you can almost say random, but I yeah, mm-hmm. it's just playful. Yeah. It's just really like funny actually. <laughs> it is. It really is. It actually makes no sense, but it makes like all the sense. So yeah, that's really funny. Right. It's just weird to think about like how you're how you change from being a child to an adult and like Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so weird. So weird. But it's all growth. It's all evolution or like yeah. evolution of the soul. And I was gonna say like some I just saw the word like sun codes come to my mind. Because I know you you talk about that sometimes. And I I think that's yeah. such a cool concept of like being in the sun and yeah. how yeah the sun is so powerful. Like for me, that's like my personal perspective. Like the sun is the light worker mm-hmm. that's always here. Like the lights, you know, our soul will never like leave us. It's kind of the same thing. Like the sun is always in the sky as like it's it's we say the sun rise and sets but actually it's always there it's like it never yeah. goes away it's like the same as the soul we can have these moments in our life for example what I had too like your depression it feels like there's no light it's like only dark but that's not true it's just all that it's like it is just that illusion that it's gone but it's still there maybe under a lot of like layering and conditioning and stuff like that but just like the sun like the sun is always here even in the night but we maybe don't see it in this side of the planet but the other side of the planet is seeing it though <laughs> yeah part of the planet is always in the day or yeah. I mean like there's always yeah. Been, yeah yeah exactly and yeah like being in the sun is very powerful to like activate you but it is once again I had this too um for like years in my life I didn't want to even like see the sun or be in the sun because it was too facing mm-hmm. because as you know light workers <laughs> yeah. they bring light and they spread light on stuff so if you're in the sun you know that can actually show you a lot of what you're hiding and you know that's it's all that you take just enough time and that you don't pressure yourself to do anything same with like the inner child thing Mm-hmm. being a light worker star seed there's no pressure needed just take as much time as you need with your journey that's so interesting about how you'll go through times where you don't want to be in the sun and like it's a very emotional mental spiritual yeah. thing going on because yeah. it's like literally you don't want the the sun to light up parts of yourself uh, that yeah. you have to look at or yeah. yeah or like the world if like you want to avoid the world then like you know, being in the sun can be kind of hard for those times. But yeah, the sun is powerful for sure. Oh yeah. (laughs) Ever be like, you know, the sun as once again connects to like kind of childlike energy. It's really like this, this energy of happiness, of joy, of all of that. And it's like, it's not to ignore like other stuff that we're experiencing on this planet, but it's like, Mm -hmm. that's always within us, you know, those certain like knowings. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I love being in the sun. And then For being sure. on the beach in the sun is like a whole, whole experience yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So is there any, this has been such a great conversation. And yes. is there anything else uh, you want to mention or? Hmm. Is there anything else? I don't think so. No, like what I said, that's the only thing that I, that I really find important is that you take all the time you need in regards to, for example, your healing journey or tapping in with your inner child, because we can have, you know, we have been learned to rush everything, but these things are not things that you have to rush at all. Like it's all now moments. So there's no time to it. You know what I mean? Like it's in the present moment. So there's no time connected to your healing journey or your mission or tapping into your purpose or whatever that's all of the present moment yeah so it's like yeah that's the yeah. only thing I would like to share about that yeah that made me think of like how we when we grow up we start to I don't know maybe not everyone but like people kind of start to rush around fill their fill their days up to be like super busy and not allow for that space to to play and like, yeah that's really important for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah, so life hack little 
end of the uh, episode message is, you know, make space in your schedule to play yeah. and to allow yeah. you to do things like this. Yeah. So maybe look at funny videos and just laugh. Like, <laughs> um, yes. Okay. One of my big things has been watching like puppies, like dog videos, yeah. huskies. Huskies are so funny. Like animals are just amazing to look at. Like, oh my yes. God. Yes. So that always helps me to like bring yeah. my energy up. For sure. Me too. <laughs> yes. So lastly, um, where can people find you, Julita? Like where any projects that you have? I know you do have a, a reading um, that you're offering currently. So yeah. yeah, go ahead and talk about all that. Plug your stuff. Yes. So you can find me on YouTube under my name, Yulita Light, and as well on Instagram, Yulita Light. That's my main platforms where I am <laughs> putting my stuff out. And then, of course, I have as well my reading offer right now that is um, a card reading, an energy reading where I tune in with your energy. It's mainly focused upon the your inner light, the light that's within you to bring you back to your light, empowerment. It is what I was talking about. In my journey, when I was depressed, I found people that were spreading light and were really like of motivation, inspiration, and that inspired me, that ignited me. And that's kind of like what I would love to be as well for other people. And then throughout this year, I was, well, I have another offer that's actually kind of connected to the inner child. So that's really cool. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that will be like more so like one-on-one -on -one guidance. So I'm very, very excited. And yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I will link her Instagram, her YouTube, all that good stuff. And I've personally had a card reading with you and it was awesome. Like it really helped me. It helped me too. Like I could like practice and like understand more of what I wanted to bring to people. So it was so great. It was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So guys check her out. And with that, um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram and I would love for you guys to screenshot this, post it on your stories and tag me. I love seeing that. And besides, yeah. besides that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and thank you so much, Yulita, for joining me. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all so much. Thank you all for listening today. That was so amazing. So happy to be here today. Oh, it always like, I don't know why I get sad, like ending these. I'm like, oh, this is it. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll be continued. <laughs> yes. Until next time, guys. Yes.